Thanks for listening to another message from Life Christian Church. We hope it challenges and encourages you and helps you to grow in your faith. Don't forget, download our app to stay up to date with what's going on at Life. Share your prayer requests or pray for others. Read the Bible online and much, much more. Simply search for Life Christian Church in your app store. Well, being Mother's Day, my message this morning is quite short. And uh, particularly given the fact that some stuff happening afterwards, it's going to require a little bit of time, I would suggest. Uh, But the coffee machine will be going as well. So hang around for some fellowship. And uh, I trust that uh, you will be actively spoiling your mums uh, today. Um, I want to look really briefly this morning uh, at a bit of a story of a woman who is only mentioned a couple of times in the pages of God's Word And yet one of the places that she's mentioned is actually in Hebrews 11, where the writer of Hebrews just gives this list of incredible men and women of faith. Uh, And we can be encouraged by this story. Uh, Even though she carries quite a low profile, we have a picture of a woman who demonstrated incredible faith as a mother. We discover her name in Numbers 26, and her name is Jochebed, who was actually the mother of Moses. The point of history that she is born into, that she finds herself in this particular story today, is uh, it's about 400 years since Israel was settled in Egypt. And the nation of Israel in Egypt had grown, had strengthened, had prospered, but the strength became a threat to the reigning Pharaoh of the time. And so his strategy was, I will enslave the people to subdue them. But even in slavery, Egypt continued to grow and to strengthen. And so he had to come up with another strategy, and it was a pretty horrific strategy. He commanded the Hebrew midwives, when a Hebrew woman was giving birth, that if she gave birth to a newborn son, that that son was to be murdered. But it was a flawed strategy because the Hebrew midwives were more fearful of God than they were of Pharaoh, so that strategy didn't kind of gain any traction. So when he realised, I I can't rely upon them, he took it more into his own hands and he looked to his own people and said, just be on the lookout for Hebrew babies. And if you see one, you're actually to throw them in the Nile and watch them drown. Now, this is just gruesome. It is horrific. And it was during this reign, during this time, that Jochebel became pregnant with Moses. Friends, whenever there is a time of great fear and great uncertainty, you can be sure that the boldness and the courage and the faith of a mother is beautifully on display. I'd suggest even the times that we live in, we we live in times of great fear and uncertainty. And in fact, I don't think I have ever before heard as many people 
speak of how cautious they are on the subject of having children simply because of the social and moral and cultural pressures that seem to be only increasing all the time. Then there's also the economic uncertainty and the environmental issue. And the question being asked is, do we really want to raise children in this world the way it is today? Now, maybe we're not living in a time where we're in danger of our children being stolen from us and drowned in a river. But our children, though, are in danger of being drowned in a culture that is so confused over things like identity and morality, right and wrong and truth. And I would be fairly confident today's generation of young marrieds, more than any other in recent history, are probably having far more in-depth, lengthy discussions around the issue of do we have kids or not. Friends, it does take great faith and courage and commitment to raise children today, but it always has, no matter what the times. And for Jochebed, in the dangerous place that she was, pregnant with a child, we just look at her and you see this model of faith and trust in God. She certainly did what she could, but she totally trusted and relied upon God to do what she couldn't do in regards to the safety and the future of her child. This woman had courageous faith. Matthew, uh, uh, sorry, Hebrews 11 and 23 says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. So the king's edict said that all Hebrew boys had to be thrown in the Nile. But the Bible says that Jochebed and her husband disobeyed the king, hid Moses for three months. And that takes a lot of courage. I don't know how you hide a crying baby for three months, but they did. And friends, sometimes we think faith is actually a really passive thing. It's just kind of letting go and letting God. That's not the case at all. We work in partnership with God. We are to proceed in faith. We are to proceed in obedience. We are to proceed with the things that God places in our hearts and be obedient to those things, even when we don't know what the outcome is going to be. Just to have the faith to trust God. Faith even to do risky things. And it was a risky thing for Jochebed and for her husband. And for our mums, I absolutely applaud our mums who stand on behalf of their children in the face of cultural pressure and have the guts to actually say no when no is the right answer. I applaud the mums who make so many sacrifices to give the best of their time and their energy and their resources to ensure the future of their kids. I applaud the mums who have to kind of let go and just totally trust God when it's time for their children to move away. And sometimes our adult children can come up to us with the most amazing plans 
and you think there's not too much forethought there, there's not too much security there, but you've got to kind of release them anyway. I applaud all the single mums who have to navigate and manage all of the challenges and the pains and the trials of parenting alone. Single mums are absolute champions. And for so much of the parenting journey, mums just have to exercise great faith and trust God. They commit their child to God and they pray like only a desperate mother can pray. I, I often say that as a, as a teenager going into my early 20s, I, I did wonders for my mother's prayer life. And mums, mums can pray desperate prayers. For Jochebed, after three months of hiding the baby, the pressure was on and they knew we've got to take some drastic action. So if you know the story, they make this little wicker basket and they coat it with tar and pitch to, to, to seal it, to make it watertight. And they put it in the reeds on the banks of the Nile. It was a risky plan, but it wasn't a reckless plan. Yes, the Nile is this large flowing river. Yes, there would have been all kinds of dangers in that river, including, I'm told, crocodiles. Yes, as a newborn three months of age, Moses was completely helpless floating in a wicker basket on the Nile. But Jochebed made a move that was risky, but not reckless. She didn't send him floating down the river. She actually placed him among the reeds along the banks of the Nile. This is a place where women would have congregated. It's kind of like, you know, those babies that are abandoned where people leave them uh, at the front entrance of a hospital. That's what I would liken it to. So she didn't actually abandon him. In fact, she had Moses' older sister stand at a distance to watch after him to find out what would happen. Then we pick up the story in Exodus 2 and 5. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby who was crying. She felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went off and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me. I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses saying, I drew him out of the water. So Jochebed was this courageous mum who came up with a plan to save her child. It was risky, it was dangerous, but ultimately the circumstances demanded a radical plan and the great love of a mother devised a plan to save her child, but it actually meant saving him and losing him at the same time. But I love the bit where Jochebed was actually given the job of being the wet nurse for her own child. That's so cool. God rewarded her faith in action and she would have no idea 
that her actions would ultimately lead to the deliverance of Israel. What I find a little bit interesting about this story is that God's never mentioned once. But the cool thing is you see the fingerprints of God all over the story. Mums, let me encourage you. There are things that you can do for your child. But in the course of a child's life, there are a whole bunch of things that you just have to leave to God. Sometimes that's the hardest thing, just letting go. A mother's love never, ever changes, but parenthood is a constant process of letting go, of letting your children make mistakes, letting your teenager learn some things the hard way, letting your adult children follow God's call, even if it means they will no longer live anywhere near you. But mums, take heart because as you faithfully raise your child, as you pray for your kids, you got to know God is always working behind the scenes. He honours those prayers. He's always working in your children's lives. God will use you, but the cool thing is it's not all up to you. I read this the other day, and the team can come back. Someone had asked a mother um, in conversation, full-time mum, and this person said to her, so what is it that you do, my dear? And she responded, I am socialising two homo sapiens into the dominant values of Judeo-Christian tradition in order that they might be instruments for the transformation of the social order into the kind of eschatological utopia that God willed from the beginning of creation. She then added, and what do you do? <laughs> and I laughed when I read that. It's pretty cool. Mums, can I encourage you, your ultimate purpose is to, to model courageous, consistent faith that will ground your children in a knowledge of God, that they would discover the love of God, His plan, His purpose for their life, His purpose that is very deliberate, His purpose that is so exciting for their lives and for their future. But again, you haven't got to stress too much because it's not all up to you. God is partnering with you. And we need to walk in that confidence every day that God is partnering with me in this parenting journey. God is partnering with me. He is my strength. He is my assurance. He is my hope. He is my peace. Knowing God has answers when I don't have answers. And it's a position of trust. And at times, knowing the right time to let go, knowing the right time to draw in, knowing the right time to speak, knowing the right time to stay silent. All those dynamics, God guides us in His wisdom. Father, I just thank You for our mums. I thank you for the influence they have been. I thank you for those other influences, great women of faith in our life who have demonstrated just a, a courageous, bold faith. We thank you for those influences. For those on the parenting journey, has its moments of joy, its moments of heartache, its moments of happiness, its moments of deep, deep sadness. Moments of accomplishment, moments of failure. And I thank you, God, in the midst of all of that, you are so incredibly faithful. In our collective parenting journey, no matter what that journey looks like, 
I pray, God, that we would be modeling courageous faith to our kids. In our parenting journey, may we just be leaning into you. Not just trying to do it all in our own strength. But having that faith. If Jochebed didn't know how it was going to turn out, I've got to, I've got to come up with a radical plan here. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I've got to trust God. I've got to do my bit and allow God to do His bit. So, Father, this morning, I speak a blessing over every mum, over every parent, over every household, over every child. Because we do live in uncertain times. But, Father, I thank you that you are our rock, you are our anchor, you are our truth. And I pray that as we abide in you, that we would walk in your wisdom and strength. Thank you for this example this morning. A woman of great faith, a woman of great courage, an incredible mum. May we model something of that faith as we parent our children. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.